Hey folks, welcome to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network podcast. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin, and we are heard right here on the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. We just hit 300 subscribers on the YouTube channel. Thank you very much, everybody that has hit that subscribe button. And if you haven't already hit that subscribe button, please consider hitting that subscribe button. Uh, we have lots of great content, more great content on the way, but we hit that milestone. We hit 300 subscribers. So again, thank you very much, everybody. Really appreciate it. And 400 is next. And so I want to shout out a subscriber today. I want to shout out Jofo in the Ring. Thank you very much, Jofo in the Ring on YouTube. Check them out. Great channel. Thank you for subscribing to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network, Jofo in the Ring. Okay, let's get into what I want to discuss today. I know I touched upon it a little bit yesterday uh, with yesterday's podcast, but I want to make it the main story today because it's huge, huge news. And I really want to go into it in more detail. Uh, Leo Rush is defending the middleweight, the MLW middleweight championship against the former champion, the guy he took the title from, Myron Reed, on May 5th for MLW. It's This is going to be one hell of a match. Leo Rush, Myron Reed, two, both, both of them are just amazing, amazing talents. And I'm looking forward to this one so much. MLW is just, they, they hit home run after home run after home run with the talent that they bring in. They have so much good talent in that, um, in that promotion with uh, Jacob Fatu, you have the Von Eriks, uh, you have uh, Richard Holiday, you have Alexander Hammerstone, so many great talents um, in, uh, in MLW. And this is going to be a tremendous match. Uh, and I'm, I like the way, and I mentioned yesterday, I like the way Corbauer kept them apart from each other. We could have got a rematch from Myron Reed immediately, uh, but he, he kept them apart, you know, you know, because he knew that people eventually want to see the rematch. And uh, we're getting it, May 5th. Uh, Myron Reed. What can I say about Myron Reed? Myron Reed is one of my favorite wrestlers. Absolutely love Myron Reed. He's so damn talented. Um, every match that I see with Myron, it was actually Myron Reed is actually the wrestler uh, that got me into MLW. Uh, the first match that I ever saw for MLW was Myron Reed against... Um, I can't remember the, his opponent's name, but it was there was a double ring, and he he hit a cutter. He was on one ring, and he leaped from one ring to the other, and he hit a cutter. Uh, the, the his opponent's name escapes me, but that was the match that got me into my to um, MLW, and it made me a Myron Reed fan as well. And every Myron Reed, I don't think I've ever seen a bad Myron Reed match. He's just so so talented, and. Leah Rush, also tremendously talented. This is going to be such a great, great rematch. The first match that they had was just um, just spectacular. Just, just spectacular. And this rematch is going to be just as spectacular in, in, my, uh, in my opinion. And I can't wait. May 5th. May 5th. Don't miss it. Leah Rush defending the MLW Middleweight Championship against Myron Reed. Uh, now, Leo Rush has defended the title um, on a few occasions. Actually, he defeated um, uh, Laredo Kid. Uh, it was uh, a, the AAA Cruiserweight title versus the MLW Middleweight title. And Leo Rush won the defeated Laredo Kid and won the, the AAA Cruiserweight title. But I don't. I was reading that he wasn't supposed to. He wasn't supposed to win the match. And there was a botch or there was a miscommunication. And... and um, Regardless, um, AAA doesn't recognize the title win, so he doesn't have that title. He just has the MLW 
middleweight championship. He has to he defended against um, Brian Pillman Jr. as well, uh, successfully defended it, of course. And now he's got uh, 101 against the man he took the title from, Myron Reed. And man, when these two guys get together, the, the talent both of them have, it's, uh, it's going to be a great match. <clears throat> it's going to be such a terrific match. I, I can't say that enough. You know, again, Court Bauer, you know, you, you got to commend Court Bauer. You got to commend Court Bauer for, for getting these two together. And not once, but we're going to get it twice in, in an MLW ring. And it's, um, I can't wait. May 5th can't come here fast enough. And my my uh, prediction for the match, my guy, Myron Reed, will will regain. I almost said successfully. He's not the champion, but he will regain the MLW middleweight championship from Leo Rush. I can almost guarantee it. My Reed's not going to lose twice to, to Leo Rush. <clears throat> so um, my boy Myron Reed's going to win the, uh, he's going to get his title back 100%. But don't miss this match. Don't miss this match. You know, if you've, never, if you've never seen an MLW match, let this be your first MLW match because it's, it's going to be pretty, pretty spectacular. And I, I, I know I said that a lot, but, you know, it's, it's the truth. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Can't wait for that match. Speaking of MLW, um, hopefully we're going to get Hammerstone versus um, Jacob for two. I, I know they've been – that match has been on everybody's mind for, for over a year now maybe even longer than a year, you know, when are we going to get it? And I think we're finally going to get it. I think we're finally going to get um, Jacob Fatou defending the MLW heavyweight championship against Alexander Hammerstone, who holds the MLW, um, is it the, the open weight um, championship, I believe. Uh, we're finally going to get it. We're, I, I, well, it's not officially announced, but I think we're finally going to get it. And um, got my fingers crossed for that one. Cause that's going to be a great match as well. MLW, man, MLW is, such great talent. If, if you haven't seen MLW, I highly recommend it. <clears throat> okay, M NWA. NWA is, they announced a um, pay-per-view coming in on June 6th. It's uh, When Shadows Fall. So the NWA announces a new pay-per-view. Article here from the Wrestling Observer. The NWA will hold their second pay-per-view since they resumed operations this year, announcing When Our Shadows Fall. For Sunday, June 6th on Fight TV, Billy Corrigan's organization returned from a pandemic-induced break with March 21st uh, back for the attack, a pay-per-view headline by Nick Aldis defeating Aaron Stevens and uh, Trevor Murdoch defeating Chris Adonis, a.k.a. Um, Chris Masters. Um, so When Our Shadows Fall will be an afternoon pay-per-view starting at 4 p.m. Eastern. <clears throat> no matches have been announced yet. And uh, it's good. It's good to see uh, the NWA coming back, the NWA with another pay-per-view. Uh, it doesn't specify whether it's going to be in front of a crowd or not. Um, I don't know. I can't. I don't think the other pay-per-view was, but uh, I did see it. Uh, but uh, it doesn't indicate whether it's going to be in front of a crowd. Uh, but nonetheless, NWA is back with shows, which is a good thing for wrestling. The more wrestling, the better. So NWA, June 6th. Uh, when our shadows fall, I'm sure uh, Nick Aldis will be on the show defending against somebody, and uh, I'm sure the announcement will come, and I'll keep my eyes on that. And once the announcement is made, I will report it right here on the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network podcast. All right, and uh, Peyton Royce, Peyton Royce has trademarked a new ring name. 
Gonna take a drink of water. Give me one second. <clears throat> Sorry, I just recorded a shooting up north for um, the Impact Lounge. It's my Impact Wrestling podcast, and I, I spoke for a bit, and my throat's just a little hoarse from talking. So I do apologize if it sounds scratchy, uh, but um, yeah, Peyton Royce has um, trademarked a new name um, again. Uh, here's a article from the Wrestling Inc. Former WWE superstar Peyton Royce uh, will be using Cassie Lee name, the Cassie Lee name, in her post WWE career. Royce filed to trademark the Cassie Lee name on April nineteenth. The following uh, use descriptions were filed with the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Um, so there, so there, so she's, she's going by Cassie Lee, trademarking her name, which is smart because uh, then she owns the name. Uh, so in case she goes to a promotion, they can't uh, take control of the name. So she's uh, trademarking the name. And um, I would love to see her and Billy Kay, uh, Billy Kay head on over to Impact Wrestling as a tag team and challenge Fire and Flavor uh, for the uh, knockouts uh, tag team title. If if Fire and Flavor do get past Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering, uh, which I don't think they're going to, and I'm going to speak about Rebellion in a second. Uh, but um, but even if uh, they go there and they they feud with. Uh, I know there's 90 day and no compete, but even if they go there and feud with whoever the uh, knockouts tag team title holders are, I think it would be uh, terrific. So I will, I would love to see Peyton Royce and uh, Billy Kay remain together, the Iconics, and head on over to Impact Wrestling. I think they would be a fantastic team in Impact Wrestling, and they would be immediately uh, top stars for Impact Wrestling. Uh, but we'll see. I think it would be a great idea. I know Scott Demore has his eyes on a couple of of the WWE releases. Maybe uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are, are two of them. You never know. You never know. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but again, we we won't find out until I think July 14th. So that's when the 90-day no-compete uh, ends. Uh, so I mentioned Rebellion. So Rebellion, Impact Wrestling's Rebellion is coming up uh, this Sunday. And it's, it's, it's an absolutely loaded show. Absolutely loaded show. I highly recommend anybody get anyone that hasn't ordered it or is thinking about ordering it, do order it. It's an absolutely loaded show. We know the main event. Rich Swan uh, versus Kenny Omega, title versus title, Impact World Championship versus the AEW World Championship. And um, I think, as I said on my uh, shooting up north, which is on the Impact Lounge, you know, I grew up watching uh, the WWE and WA, and I was wrestling fans in 78. And I've seen uh, NWA versus WWE, uh, WWF uh, title matches, uh, Bob Backlund against Harley Race. Um, I've seen, uh, I, I didn't see it, but I, I heard about Ric Flair and Bob Backlund, title for title, 1981. You had a superstar Billy Graham, the WWF champion, 1977 versus Holly Race in Florida, uh, title versus title, WWF title versus NWA title. Nick Bockwinkle, um, against, I believe, Ric Flair, title for title. I think Rick Martell and, and, uh, and, uh, Ric Flair had a title for title match as well, AWA versus NWA in Japan. Uh, but every time those title for title matches happened, you, there would never be a double champion. It would either end with a time limit draw or it would be a disqualification or there would be a count out or there'd be some controversy. But but both respective title holders would, would leave the match with their titles. I think that's what's going to happen here. I don't think that we're going to see a title change. 
I don't think we're going to see a title change. If there happens to be a title change, it's going to be Kenny Omega defeating Rich Swan, in my opinion, uh, because Rich, because uh, Rich Kenny Omega means more to Impact Wrestling than Rich Swan would mean to AE would mean to AEW. So I don't, I don't think it would. I don't think Tony Khan wants Rich Swan to be the AEW champion. Yeah, that's just just my opinion, uh, because we haven't seen Rich Swan on AEW TV at all. I mean, if that was going to happen, we would have seen him on AEW TV a couple of times. You know, doing a run in on Kenny Omega. Uh, I mean, AEW is not even plugging the the, the match. So if anything happens, uh, if anybody does win and becomes a double champion, it will be Kenny Omega. But I think that both both Rich Swan and Kenny Omega. They're both going to leave with their titles. Uh, neither of them are going to lose. Uh, either it's going to be a time limit draw or a disqualification or something. Then we have Finn Juice, um, the tag team, uh, Impact Tag Team Champions, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Finn Juice, Dave Finley, Juice Robinson, defending against the Good Brothers, Doc Gallows, and Carl Anderson. Should be a very good match, but uh, when all is said and done, the Good Brothers uh, will be victorious. Deanna Perrazzo defending the Knockouts title against Tennille Dashwood, there's no way in hell Deanna Peraza was losing to Tennille Dashwood. No way in hell, especially with with now uh, Rachel Ellering uh, coming in. Uh, she's a could be a, an opponent for Peraza down the road. Peraza has mentioned that she would like to see Mickey James and Chelsea Green come in uh, when their con no competes are up July 14th. Uh, so she's looking for new opponents, uh, but she's not going to lose to to Tennille Dashwood. No way in hell. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if Tennille Dashwood uh, came out of that as a knockout champion. I think Deanna Perrazzo uh, should hold that belt for a very, very long time. Uh, then we have the, the three-way match for the exhibition title, Ace Austin, the champion, versus Josh Alexander versus TJP. I love Josh Alexander. I'm going to be rooting for Josh Alexander, but I think Ace Austin is going to win. So I'm picking Ace Austin to retain. Matt Cordona versus Brian Myers, one-on-one. -on -one. Should be interesting. Um the history they have together, they have the podcast together, the history in the WWE together. One-on-one um, -on -one match should be very, very good. Uh, I'm going with Matt Cordona to be victorious here. Trey Miguel, Sammy Callahan, last man standing match. Should be an absolutely just a phenomenal match as well. Uh, lots of huge bumps. I'm sure we're going to see some juice, some blood in this one. Uh, but I think Trey Miguel is going to get the victory here. Eight-man tag team match. Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack versus... Violent by Design, Eric Young, Diener, Joe Doring, and Rhino. My pick would be Violent by Design. And then Fire and Flavor, Kiera Hogan, Tasha Steeles, defending the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship against Jordan Grace and Impact Wrestling. Uh, say she's a newcomer, but she's made her return to Impact Wrestling. Uh, Rachel Ellering. Um, I really want Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles to retain, uh, but Rachel Ellering in her first match taking a loss. I don't know if that's going to happen unless the scenario is Rachel Ellery gets upset with Grace, attacks Grace, and turns on Grace during the match. Thus, um, Fire and Flavor, Kale Hogan and Steels retain. Um, this could happen because Jordan Grace's contract is up in May, and maybe she could be used to put Rachel Ellering over. I don't know, but um, gut feeling here says uh, Jordan Grace, Rachel Ellering come out as the new Knockouts tag team title holders. So that is Rebellion, which is this Sunday, April 25th. Um, 
no crowd. Hopefully, Impact Wrestling is going to get a crowd back soon. I know MLW is going to be in front of a crowd. Um, hopefully, uh, they'll be back in front of a crowd. But April 25th, 25th that's this Sunday. Um, this Sunday at 8 p.m., I believe, um, Impact Wrestling's Rebellion. So I, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. It's going to be a great show. And on that note, I'm going to say thank you very much for listening to me today. I'm Lewis Carlin. This is the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network podcast. And until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye.